Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Spotify Greenroom. It's a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. Talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. And you can share experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app in the iOS and Android app store. You can create a profile, link your Twitter, join whatever group you want. Spotify Greenroom. Go check it out. All right, guys. Welcome to another Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. Wat Harris, your host, brought to you by the Sports Drink. Happy Hump Day as it's the 7th of July. Jesus, we're almost, a, you know... A fourth end of fourth end of the month. Kind of crazy. Hope you had a great Fourth of July. I myself, you know, I myself had a decent weekend. Friday, I turned forty-two, and I'll tell you what, it was probably one of the best birthdays I ever had because I um because it was drama free. Um. Kids took me out to dinner, to Olive Garden, all that I paid anyway, because I don't, because uh, they already bought me presents, and I figured I'm not going to have them have a bunch of uh, little kids empty their, empty, empty whatever money they have in their wallets at Olive Garden, but they got me, they got me, you know, they got me a gift, they got me a cake and everything, and that, it was nice. Actually, we had two cakes, we had an ice cream cake and a birthday cake the next day, because I wasn't expecting to walk in with a cake. You know, I mean, actually, yeah. Their mother bought the, the, the you know, the mother bought the ice cream cake, and I wasn't really expecting anything from, from their mom because it's whatever. But it was, you know, it was, it was nice. It was nice though. But you know, you can't go wrong with Olive Garden. I mean, it's you know, every time you go to Olive Garden, you know what you're gonna get. I mean, if you take anybody, like where it's family, relatives to any place, you're going to go to Olive Garden because it's consistent. You're going to get the right amount of salad and breadsticks that you want along with your meal. Because if you take anyone, if you take them anywhere else, if there's not enough salad, if there's not enough salad, not enough bread, it just ruins the whole meal. Especially with, especially with, especially with, with, the, with the Italian restaurant, you got to have. You gotta have plenty of sound play breadsticks because doesn't you know if if you don't, your rest of the meal is kind of screwed. But uh, yeah, I mean, people lit fireworks around here. I mean, it's a quiet neighborhood, but everybody was online fireworks, and which was kind of odd, weird thing. But anyways, yeah, I was pretty much you know, pretty much had a. Awesome birthday. 
Oh yeah, I got the you know, that was their cool thing I got to do. I got to actually FaceTime my parents, and you know, they got to all sing Happy Birthday together. So, you know, that was another nice thing about the whole thing. It was you know, it was pretty cool. I mean, it was yeah, like like I said before, it's one of the better birthdays I've ever had in a long time. And you know, normally I cook up for the fourth, but I didn't this this year, and because really there was no point of point of it. You know, my kids really don't want anything to eat off the grill, and I figure, why? Who cares? You know, it just you know it's not that important to me anymore. You know, <laughs> whether I grill on the fourth or not. So, anyways, let's get to some other stuff here. Uh, <clears throat> pit football. I guess you can say to say June should be like a holiday for pit. At least a month of June for pit football recruiting, because from the last podcast until now, pit closed out June with six more additions. One of them, one of the additions, was for this year, as they picked up Cole Mitchell. Who's a tight? Uh, he's going to be a tight end out of Maryland. Uh, he's listed as an athlete because he's done tight end, defensive end. He's done punter. So we may be who knows we may, we may see one of the defensive end of the ball as well. I mean, he's six five two forty. You know, he could probably do either one. You know, he didn't have a whole lot of offers, and he was kind of a late bloomer. He played in the Maryland Big Thirty Three game. You know, I, I forgot that Big Thirty Three was still a thing. I, I mean, it used to be Pitt, Ohio. And it was Pitt and Maryland at one point. Then it was mostly Pitt and Ohio. And then then Ohio started to have their own all-star game for you know, the high school, high school football players. And then basically they were saying their scraps to the Big 33, which you know didn't sit well with the Big 33 folks. So I guess I guess it's Maryland now. They, they play now. Pitt, I mean, Pennsylvania does. I don't know. I don't really keep track of that anymore. And I mean, I used to watch it in my younger years, and especially in college, I used to watch it because you always want to see what athletes were going to come to pit, and you're going to see what athletes were, um, you know, you're going to see in the future, not just the pit. But I mean, I, I just remember that 2004 Big 33 game. You had like you, know, you had yeah, Teddy Ginn, Chad Henney, Morelli, Andrew Johnson. Yeah, a whole bunch of guys that Pitt tried to recruit and just couldn't land them. That was, I mean, it was a fun, it was a fun game to watch. It just, you know, Pitt had some players in the Big Thirty Three, but yeah, there were some stars that Pitt really tried to get and they just couldn't get them. But Cole Mitchell basically is going to give us some more depth in terms of um, tight end because we need it, and who knows, home, you know. Maybe he'll work out. But Pitt did get some other guys. Let's see. They got Camden Brown, a wide receiver out of Florida. They also picked up Isaiah Montgomery, offensive tackle, Virginia Beach, Virginia. They picked up Shane Ablaco. He's from uh, Maynard, Texas. One of your running back. Uh, Marcon Pope. Denton, Texas. 
He's like the linebacker. And then to close it out, they got J Jacavio Nonar, offensive tackle, out of Bella Glade, Florida. So, by, you know, that's six guys right there. I mean, they um, basically two Florida, two Texas, and a Virginia player. And that's kind of amazing. I mean, Pitt, you never thought you'd see Pitt making some inroads with Texas. And now they're, you know, there's so many great uh, athletes out there. I mean, that's basically SEC, that's basically SEC Big 12 territory mostly, but the Pac 12 recruits there, Big 10 recruits there, everybody recruits in Texas. So to see Pitt making some inroads there and getting some guys is, is pretty big. Now, um, as far as who they got, I mean, Camden Brown, wide receiver. Uh, his, you know, Brennan, Brennan Marion was his uh, recruiter, according to 24-7 Sports. Shot to them. But, you know, he had offers from, you know, he had offers from Auburn, Cincinnati, Indiana, Kentucky. It looks like uh, Auburn and Indiana was uh, actively recruiting him. So, obviously, and he's got he had a whole bunch of other ones. I mean, Ole Miss, Syracuse, you know, pre preloaded offer, offer sheet. And uh, Shana Bocco. Remainder Texas, 5'10", 175 pounds. It looks like he's, just by the build, it looks like he's going to be a more of a dual threat back where he's going to run out of the backfield and he's going to probably catch passes as well. I mean, he's going to be very versatile. I mean, I don't think he's going to be a um, a um, power running game type of back. I mean, I think he, obviously he's going to be, you know, more different. And then just based on the you know, the you know, who's rec recruiting him, his offer sheet. I mean, the only the only major offer he got was from Kansas. I mean, Marshall isn't a bad program. Air Force isn't bad either. Liberty, actually, Liberty's been you know had a pretty decent season last year as well. So I'm not gonna you know he's one of the top. You know, he's in terms of uh, he's supposedly a top according to twenty four seven sports. He's a top fifty running back, although. And the composite, he's top, you know, top 100 overall. But I'm not going to, you know, Brennan Mary recruited him, so he must really like him. So I'm not going to judge anything. Uh, Zay Montgomery, offensive tackle. The guy had offers from Illinois, Arizona State, East Carolina, Florida State. Pretty solid, you know, pretty solid offer sheet. You know, Pitt obviously needs as much help as they can on the offensive line, and I like that as well. Virginia kid. Marquand Pope. He's a safety, it looks like. Then Texas, although on the thing that said he was a linebacker. Actually, let's look back and see here. Yeah, although on the thing it's a safety on his profile, but he had offered... He had offers from Air Force, Army, Kansas, and Liberty. I'm just happy they're landing Texas players. I mean, if Pitt really likes them, you know, Charlie likes them, that's all that matters to me. If Narduzzi likes them, I'm all for it. Same with Jacobi Nonar. He was, Charlie Partridge recruited him. He's offensive tackle. 
I mean, his offer sheet obviously, you know, doesn't really stand out. I mean, you're going to get players like that, so I'm not going to be a total judge. I mean, I just I just love when they get P5 offers. I think, I think, I think I've been spoiled with it too much, but overall, that's another great recruiting uh, month for Pitt. Although they're ranking right now in the ACC's number 10, and they're in National Ranks 50, where they were 29 last year. But currently, right now, it's July, and Pitt has a way to go in that. Uh, the NBA playoffs are here. As you all know, well, the finals, at least, I should say. They've been here. Uh, the Suns took game one over the um, Bucks. Bucks. I thought the Bucks would lock down on the Suns in game one, and the Suns were just not phased at all. And, they, you know, Chris Paul had a game that, you know, we all dream of, of having an NBA Finals <laughs> game one. I'm looking for stuff to say. And, um, I mean, he had a hell of a game. I mean, for him to come out in game one and do that, I mean, he means business. He wants to win this, and that's really all that matters. I mean, I think, I mean, initially in the uh, first half, I was hoping the series would go seven games because it was looking really good. But the Bucks struggled, and they just couldn't keep up with, uh, with what um, the Suns were doing. Now, folks, let's talk about Kansas City Steaks. Kansas City Steak Company wants to make this your best grilling season ever. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com and get 15% off your order and free ship with your code SD at checkout. From classic steak cuts to USDA Prime, too hard to find specialty cuts and more. Kansas City Steaks has everything you need to fire up the grill. These are steakhouse quality steaks, aged perfection, they make it so easy each order because it's flash frozen delivered directly. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Enjoy our butter tender filet mignon. Hearty Kansas City strip steaks and savory ribeyes. It's been a hard year, so join being together again by bringing the steakhouse to your house with KansasCitySteaks.com. Go there now, KansasCitySteaks.com, and get 15% off your order. And free shipping with code SD. That's SD for Sugar Daddy at checkout. That's KansasCitySteaks.com, code SD for Sugar Daddy. I'll tell you what, you guys. I'm still, it's early morning for me, and I'm, like, still half asleep. The Amazon Fire Stick is the absolute devil, man. I was up watching Jaws last night. The last few days, I've been watching Police Academy 2 through 6, and, and of course... Late last night, I decided to flip on Police Academy Mission to Moscow. And, man, it's just, um, I haven't watched, you know, I started watching halfway in the early beginnings of it. It doesn't look all that bad from when I remember it. I mean, let's just say the Police Academy on this movie is more of a skeleton crew. I mean, it's just Lassard, you got, you know, Captain Harris, you got Tackleberry, you got Callahan, 
I think Michael Winslow's in it too. Yeah, but there's nobody else really in this thing. I mean, it's they have some newcomers. I mean, then again, I haven't I haven't started watching the whole thing. You know, more of it, if more people are making cameos or what. But it's just a skeleton crew, and I'm wondering why why exactly did they make this movie to begin with? I mean, were they did they just want something to do? I mean. Or they, they, they just want to do one more of it to milk whatever money they're going to get out of this? I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I had a discussion with my kids about canceling the cable because uh, I just watching, you know, HBO Max and stuff on your television now is it's just a different experience because I had HBO Max and all that on my phone. And I, you know, I'm on my phone enough where I really don't want to freaking stream anything to it. I'm just like, I don't want to watch, you know, all that crap. And I'm like, I want to, you know, I like watching on television more. So, yeah, there's that. But as you guys all know, a lot has happened. There's some other stuff we have to talk about. Uh, so let's go to the first one here. Uh, Shikari Richardson is, was left off the Olympic team. It was just announced yesterday. Um, we all know her story. Um, she... Didn't pass her drug test, and she was pulling 30 days initially. Now she's off the team. I mean, I know there's been a lot of debate about all this. I know for a fact, if you don't, you know, of course, any, per, any regular schmo like us, if we don't pass a drug test, we don't get a job. Um, I know in some places they've lifted the restrictions as a recent there's some places if they do really like you, they'll put a, they'll put you in a probationary period, even though you failed your drug drug test. I've seen that happen. But the thing is, is you'll be randomly tested, and you'll be randomly tested pretty much for the probably for as long as you work there. So it's either you stay clean now and pass and be done with it, or you get put on probation, where pretty much you're gonna be tested the rest of the time you work with that company. I mean. I worked with somebody who had who, who was randomly tested a whole bunch. Eventually, caught up to him and he lost his job because he couldn't stay clean. But I mean, as far as Olympics go, I know the, I know weed has been decriminalized; it's legal in a bunch of states. But this wasn't so much a U.S. thing; it's a world thing. I mean, it's a world. This is a world internet. You know, this is a whole international role. So if the U.S. anti-doping doesn't do anything. World anti-doping would have done something, and it probably been a lot more, more uh, fierce. And of course, people are bringing up, you know, Michael Phelps, but he didn't do his. He got, you know, he faced a, a pretty much. He lost a whole bunch of endorsements. He had a lengthy suspension. It's just he didn't do it during competition, and he passed. And on top of that, when he had, when he had to compete, he passed his drug test. That's why I say piss clean. So. But I mean, you hate to see somebody's dream. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to judge how she how she um, dealt with loss. I mean, I know her her mom died, and she wasn't thinking to calm her nerves. You know, she did what she needed to do. I mean, that's when we lose a loved one, someone close to us, a relative, a friend. Normally, what do we do? We we go to the bar. We go have a drink. We get you know, we get uh, we get shit faced a lot of t- a lot of times. 
to deal with our emotions of coping with a you know loss of somebody. Shikari smoked weed. And so I'm not gonna judge how she dealt that with her loss. I mean, that's just how things are. I mean, plus she had a she had, she was go she plus plus she was running as well at that time. And I got think where she was at was legal. The only thing I can I mean I I wasn't expecting to do anything for her now because it wouldn't be fair to the other athletes. Because the thing is, is there's there's medals and there's endorsements on the line. So if she if they if they change the rules on the fly for her, and she ends up winning the gold or whatnot, it's you know it's not going to be a good look for that person. You know they're going to you know obviously they're going to object to it because you know they're going to say well if she, you know if you didn't you know make the rules on the fly or change the rules on the fly I could have won the gold I could have had these endorsements. So it's just there's a lot of layers to this. I mean she could have they they could have kept her on but they they didn't. So my hope is now is maybe anti-doping and whatnot they start having these discussions about you know. What exactly are you testing for, and what are they ban- exactly banning? And maybe they make some changes here so they avoid stuff like this. That's all I can hope for at this point. And we'll leave it at that. Um, also on ESPN, Rachel Nichols and Maria Taylor obviously dealing with some things. Basically, Maria Taylor is at the end of her contract. She wants $8 million a year. And there's some stuff that got leaked, you know, this, you know, last few days. Basically, Rachel, you know, there's, there's been some drama from the last year because I guess Rachel Nichols, I guess, was supposed to host NBA Countdown and they switched to Maria Taylor. And Rachel was upset about it because she felt that they were doing it, and the management was doing it because they're, other issues with diver- you know, with making diversity hires and they were overcompensating because of the whole you know, because of Black Lives Matter movement and George Floyd. And you know, she's all for diversity and stuff, but basically she felt that they were when she did when they did it, they were taking something away from her. So she was all for diversity, but don't take it don't take something away from her. that's hers. That whole thing, you know, I can't really touch on. I mean, that's just, I don't, you know, here's why, I mean, my, 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 my thing is this. Um, I've watched college football over the last few years enough to know who Maria Taylor is. And I know when I turn on TV and stuff, I'm sure you, you, you want to watch Corso and stuff like that. You know, Desmond Howard. But I also like watching... Maria Taylor, and, and she's really good at her job. I mean, and she's gained such a, f- a following that when people turn on ESPN, they they're de- they definitely want to see her. Okay, they don't want to really see Rachel Nichols. Because, I mean, uh, Maria, she could do college football. She could do college basketball. She's very versatile. She can do a whole lot of stuff. And, you know, there's more to her than just silent reporting. You know, she, she you know, she's very knowledgeable. 
and yeah, she's been, you know, I think the network, they made the decision more of what's best for them and, you know, because people want to see her. They don't really want to see Rachel Nichols anymore. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I mean, all all these type of, you know, Rachel Nichols had a buzz at one time, but everybody has an expiration date in the media industry. I mean, not so much that. I mean, not such media. We're talking singers, performers, actors. Everybody's happening at one point, but everybody has an expiration date where they just kind of fall, you know, fall to the back. I mean, it doesn't mean that they're that they're going to lose their job or ESPN's going to let them go. I mean, they may still be relevant at some point, but they're not what they once were, you know, popular as they once were. I don't think, I'm not sure if Maria Taylor's going to get eight million a year. I mean, that's another story. You know, what she deserves or not, I mean, that's with ESPN to side. But, I mean, it's a big mess now. I mean, Rachel Nichols was taken off the solid reporting and, and it just, I mean, it was a phone conversation, I guess, that just, you know, she left her camera on and she was on a phone conversation. And the person who got it, who got reprimanded for it because they recorded it and leaked it, I mean, they they got disciplined. And that's, you know, that's, you know, it was, you know, it was, it, you're basically airing it during a laundry. I mean, I'm sure this person could took it to HR, and but you wonder if HR is going to do anything about it, if they're going to sit on it. Because sometimes... You know, in the real world, I mean, we report stuff to HR. We don't know what they're going to do with it. I mean, sometimes management has such an influence on HR that it's not even worth reporting it because they're not going to do anything about it. You know, and a lot of times you're just better off dealing with it or just quitting your job and doing an exit interview where you tell them why you left, and then they say, "Okay, oh wow, that's you know, that's terrible. We that we we put you in a position." And they're really, you know, not gonna. And when you leave, they're not really gonna make any changes because they don't care because you know, the, the, you know the problem is gone. But I'm not really sure what happens at this point with you know if Rachel Nichols and Maria Taylor. I know she has a few weeks left. I mean, Maria could go somewhere else. I don't know, but if she doesn't get the money she wants, I mean, maybe if they make the work environment better. For her, maybe she would, um, maybe, you know, maybe it's not, not as bad. But, um, Rachel Nichols, I'm not sure what happens to her now. I mean, she's gonna, she's gonna host her show The Jump, but I'm not sure what's gonna happen to her after this, because, I mean, all, it's all out there now, and it's not good for, you know, it's not looking good. You know, she's gonna have to repair her image some way or somehow. If she even can at this point, I mean, or she ends up maybe hosting UFC or doing something else, who knows? But, anyways, guys, that's all I got for here. Uh, is there anything else I had to talk about? No, there's not much else. Um, help it, guys. Have a great rest of the week. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.